Good evening. Welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show, too. And Jack Russell, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Um, glad you're on. We'll talk about a bunch of your music, but the first thing we'll talk about is Medusa, which is a pretty fun album. Kind of surprising for a lot of people. I'm sure you're hearing that from a lot. Nobody expected this collaboration. It makes sense. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's that's all. That's kind of a misnomer, really, because the songs weren't written by Tracy or I. They were written by a, a, a couple other people. Um, yeah, the keyboard. So Alessandro Del Vecchio, that's the main guy, the main writer. And um, he uh, he does a lot of stuff for uh, Frontiers, apparently. And uh, they had some songs and they wanted me and Tracy to get together and do them. So, you know, I thought about it and I heard some of the songs. I thought, it okay, I could I could make a play on these. I get Tracy's guitar on there, you know, it'd be good. Uh, I've yeah. always liked Tracy's music. He's, he's a good guitar player. He's fine. Uh, so well, I think recorded. it's good. Yeah. yeah, thanks. It came out okay. I mean, you know, it, it, for for what it was, it, it is what it is. You know, I'm I'm happy with it. I mean, I definitely well, put worse things on the, like, in the can. <laughs> uh, no, I think I think it is good. I think despite I, I knew someone else wrote it, but I think hearing your voice and Tracy's guitar tone together has been. I think I'm still happy as a fan, to, and now. I'm like, you guys have to do something original because Tracy's going through this heavy Zeppelin phase and there's nobody who can, you know, have that Zeppelin 70s feel better than you. There's no way. I'd love to see you guys get original now something because there's just such a, a sound. You guys sound fantastic together. If that ever happens, that would be a. Yeah, that would be fun. Thing. That would be fun. Yeah. I'll have to speak with them on that. I guess, you know, it, it would be it would be really good. But like I said, people need to check it out. It came out in January. It just came out recently, last week or two. You have two videos out already, or at least two singles. The first, the video is what uh, Next in Line just came out. You and Tracy and that cat for our starring in the right. video. Right, who's the cat? Who's the cat? <laughs> yeah, being yeah, the producer. <laughs> Everyone's been talking about that. Um, so obviously, I assume the record was recorded separately, right? Different places, because looks the video was shot separate too. Was it kind of like remote? Yeah. yeah, video like we recorded. I did my vocals up here in Denver in my studio, and recorded them down, and they were recorded in Los Angeles. And uh, Tracy's parts were done from his place uh, directly to Italy, and uh so it was it was really a, a trip you know i mean they think the technology you just kind of go wow man you wrap your head around that one somebody would told me when i was a kid that you know i'd be singing from denver my home home <laughs> studio to la while i had a, my my guitarist was playing his parts from uh la to italy and then you know, again it's all gonna get it's just mixed and it's just mind-boggling really yeah, it's well truly really it's amazing I think, well, COVID actually, I think, probably pushed technology a little bit quicker. It, yeah, you didn't think, learn it. And I think a lot of people that weren't into technology, you'd hear, well, I'm not really into it. And even starting this show, I probably talked to, oh, I don't know, four, probably over four or 500 people, musicians. And everyone's like, I can't get my phone to turn on. Now, everyone's like, I'm learning this. I'm learning these editing situations. Like, everybody's taking the time now to realize, to move forward, or have somebody yeah. in their life doing it. Because... It affects you now. Technology is just, it's here. But I think it's helped save rock and roll. I think it's yeah, you know, it. Yeah, it did. I mean, it, the way things were becoming, it, it kind of had to happen. You know, there was no way it couldn't. I mean, 
you got to keep moving forward, you know, and it was, things are kind of sideways. But I, I agree with you about COVID, though. That was definitely the push over the edge. You know, that was like the, the last straw, you know. We had to do something. So um, or live a sedentary lifestyle forever, you know. Um, you, you get busy, though. You get busy. So actually, we'll talk about that. And I don't know, maybe you can update me. Your your book. Yeah. Where are we at with that? That we're probably about three months away, I think. But I've been hearing that for the last nine months. <laughs> we're three months away. We're three months away. We're three months away. Yeah. But no, it's actually it's it's getting real close. I mean, it's really, really good. i I'm I'm very excited about it. Uh the young lady who's been working on it with me, uh Caitlin Dowdy, she just fantastic writer and we uh, really got to be uh you know good friends and we got to uh she really got the gist of who i am as a person so it, it came out or it's coming out really, really spectacularly I mean, i'm really proud of it so so by doing that you probably caught worded it in your language like i could never have a writing book but me i would need somebody to ghostwrite for me because somebody can write in a certain way but to that point she's sounds like she's picked up who you are and so the book is written like you're speaking. You yeah, know, exactly. Directly. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just more eloquent. And it's not like I'm going to go, hey, man, this is Jack. And, and then I was like, you know, I went to this thing like, you know, and fuck. And, and then like, you know, we went to this other thing like, and now uh, we're at the store one time and this dude came out and said, hey, buddy, how you doing, man? You need a van or something? Yeah. I don't want my book right. to sound like, a, like I'm an idiot. You know what I mean? Of course i'm not but no but know, i'm sure you sound better i mean imagine the first time at well, now i learned this but like all of us did but i'm sure you back in the day when you start doing interviews you first hear you're like man i say the word dude or i say uh-huh or yeah uh -huh, you, know. you hear it back the first time now all of us are hearing it in zoom but doing interviews prior to this you must have been hearing that early on like yourself back and realizing how you talk differently than what you think you're saying oh you know? yeah absolutely absolutely you know, find yourself that you know the old thing you know you know, you know, yeah. and well, nowadays it's more, it's become, it's like, it's and like, I was yeah. like, she was like, they were like, and then we were all like, <laughs> everybody like, like, <laughs> you don't, you don't realize it. I had to edit myself out doing it. when I first started, I'm like, 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 I didn't remember how, how much I was saying something in the very beginning. It's actually made know, me it's, better. It's <laughs> depressing. It really is. It's like, we don't have any, you know, vocabulary skills. What happened to the art of speech? You know, well, it's a, that's the part of the challenge. I think part of the fun part of having like a discussion like you, I, a conversation without having an agenda. I think that's kind of made it fun with like podcasters and shows that have kind of changed. Even radio stations have kind of been forced to change their formats to this podcast -y form where it's much more laid back. We're like, I'm talking to you. And it's not the same 10 questions that you get all the time. There's been questions you've been beat, beaten down about. Nobody needs to hear those anymore. Like it's a conversation. Yeah, right. How did the band get together? <laughs> yeah, right. Who cares? Like, but in the cares? point is, like, yeah, there's a million things. But like, if you get a chance to talk to an artist that's done all this great stuff, and you get a chance to just talk to him, why would you want to ask him something you already know? You can look it up. Like, and I think that format is really starting to like loosen up a little bit with artists. Yeah, I think that's important. It's a lot more fun for the artist too. I mean, for me, I rather just talk about whatever. You know, right. I don't like that schedule thing. Okay, I need to spend two minutes on this and then five minutes on that. And then, oh, don't worry, you can't forget to talk about this. And, you know, sure, I have stuff I, I, I wrote down um, that if we get around to it or, or if there's, right. there's a 
it's something I want to talk about, but other than that, I just let it go as it is. You know, we're just two buddies rapping. You know, well, that's what I do. I try a few things in the beginning, and then I'll touch it as I go. But I mean, I don't have anything written down. I, recently, some uh, people asked me to do an interview with somebody. Like, well, send your questions. I'm like, I don't have questions. I have a conversation, and I honor the the conversation with the artist. I already know what I want to talk about generally because I like the artist. I don't just talk to people I don't know. You know, <laughs> I've been you know, right. to you since you know. He said you became you know since the first album came out from Great White, and and I was very happy to see when Split happened that you each got your own act together. You know, when mom and dad got divorced, they still, <laughs> you could visit them on the weekends. Each person got their own thing and got to keep a name because you could keep doing it without this weird thing. And as a fan, I like that. And, and, and yes, yeah, so I'm listening to you forever. Um, which by the way, yeah, that last, the album you did, the, um, he saw it coming. was a fantastic album. Thank you. Uh, really, really good. I, I encourage you to go back. That was, 2017 before the 2017, pandemic yeah. for the plague it's a good album it's a good album is, is there one in the in the can eventually coming down again we've got a we've got about halfway finished with the next album um it's <laughs> it's gonna be really good it's gonna be really it was like like uh you saw it coming that to me i'm i'm having a hard time Putting that in the rear view, you know what I mean? Because like it's, yeah. it was such a strong record, and I've written some of the you know better material I, I, I've done, and some of the best lyrical work, at least I feel. And and it's it's really going to be hard to uh, to best best myself on that one, you know. And you're always trying to do something better, but you know you got to realize that better is not always just better; it's just going to be different, you know. Right. Well, that that's the thing you can do different. I mean, but. And I agree with you. I think an album is probably one of the strongest things you've ever done, actually. I think cohesively as an album is probably as strong as anything I think I've heard you do with Great White originally, you know. And I don't want to upset any fans, but I just think the whole album is a no. solid piece. And lyrically, it's not a dig towards the other guys because, you know, but it's your vocals and your and the lyrics and everything and the melody, that, that to me just feels like it's just whole one whole thing where I walk away where, you know, I like the whole thing. I play it. It's, it's song one to, to the end. Like it's, you know what I mean? You know, the other albums where I'll skip around right. a little bit and there's less, lesser songs I like on it. They're like, it's okay. It's not bad. I mean, when you're a talented musician, you play a song. It's going to be decent because you're a talented musician. You have a good voice. You have good guitar players. It's going to sound okay. But how does the right. song hit you afterwards? Are you, are you humming it three days later? You know what I'm saying? You get that brain worm. Right. And, and that is what that album gave. You know, he saw it coming. It, 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 that has a lot of those hooks and, and pieces that are kind of lingering or lyrics you're thinking about afterwards. You're like, that was kind of cool. You know, that to me is how it resonates with me longer than the other ones. Is, I guess that's what I'm saying. Um, and the bar is high for you. That's great. Well, thank <laughs> you. Thank you very much. I no, appreciate you're, you're, that. That means well, a lot well, to me. Well, I, it's good to see an artist that, you know, you've been doing it as long as you've been doing it to still be inspired to keep pushing yourself. And the fact you're, you're challenging yourself, you're like, well, I'm here. I still want to do this good an album now. You know what I mean? You're not just dialing it in. So, you know, as a fan that listens to you, it's, it's exciting to know you, you're, you know, you're going to push it again. You're trying to do your best. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah, it ain't getting any easier, let me tell you. <laughs> what about what about singing for you? Is it is Because it your voice isn't changing on record. And when I hear anything I've heard live, like, you know, lately, I don't hear it faltering like that. Is it a warm-up? Any challenges, you know, as you get older, what's going on? 
Yeah, I wore myself up. I started like six hours before the gig, and I wore myself up at different different times. You know, for like you know, ten minutes here, and then I'll warm up an hour and a half later for ten minutes, and an hour and a half later another ten minutes, and then an hour and fifteen minutes. I warm up for fifteen minutes. It's this really regimented schedule I've had for years, and you know, for all intents and purposes, I guess it's working because you know, for really yeah. I put my voice through, and um. You know, it, it, things are working still really good. I mean, you know, I've got some yeah. some clicks and some clacks here, but you know, I, I mean, I'm 63 years old. Considering I've been doing this, I started my first band when I was 11. You know, um, started Great White when I was what 16. When Mark, I was 16 years old, I think it was. Wow. And so yeah, 16 to 63. It's been a long time. You know, I've been doing the Great White thing. You know. I haven't, you know, the weirdest thing is, it's sad to me, is speaking of Mark, I was just thinking about him. I haven't spoken to him in over 12 years. That is just so sad. It is. It'd be nice. And I didn't, you know, we'll talk about it now, but I wouldn't have gone there. But I mean, I think it would be nice at this point, because I've heard him say recently the same thing. He wouldn't mind talking to you or saying hi. Like, we don't need you guys to reunite, but you guys were friends and you had a relationship. It would just be healthy. To have a nice relationship, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just like to say hello and have some laughs, you know? You know, make some apologies for things that I, I need to. And, you know, it's just, there's, there would be a lot in just this, this little conversation with them, you know? So, not like I, we got a, you know, it's an essential Christmas card every year, but, you know, you it's have something shared experience. Yeah. so close. I mean, we were such close friends. We did everything together. And the best times of our lives, I mean, the strongest, the, the loudest, the coolest, the biggest, the heaviest, the most, you know, bombastic parts of our lives were yeah. doing shows on the road when we, we were young kids. And now we shared that together. And we started that together with the knowledge that this is what was going to happen if we do this. And it's exactly what happened. And I go, I knew, I told you we were going to do this. You know, and we pulled it off. We're like, well, God, we, pulled, we did it, man. We made it. You know, I, go, I told yeah, you I- we would. And I think he seems very laid back about from what I've heard. And I, and I talked to him last year about the last um, dismissal of the other singer. And I kind of questioned it because I said, hey, I said, you know, on the Internet, things are always what you hear. Just click lines and click, click clickbait. And I don't really like that. I said, but the way it was put out there is you, you he didn't know about it. He got like an email or something before he knew or he read it online. I go, is that really true? And uh, he's like, yeah, unfortunately, it was true. You know, but since then, you know, and Terry got hurt, you know, couldn't we saw it, but Terry's cool. I've talked to Terry. Terry's like, okay about it. They're okay about it. So if Terry can be okay about what happened and they can go on, there's no reason why you guys can't <laughs> shake hands and make amends. You know what I'm saying at this point? Oh, I do. I do. You know, and, I, and I'm sorry for a lot of stuff I did over the years and, and you know, nobody's perfect. And I'm certainly not first one going to start you know i'll be at, you, definitely you sober be up though you're one. making your men's you know what i mean that's a big yeah thing. well you know I, I try to you know what i mean right. you know, i try to and, and you know it's unfortunate that you know i i, I wouldn't get a phone call or a text or something that i could just say hey dude i love you man i know we've been through a lot but you know just how, how are you doing are you okay you know i mean you know, I've, I've gone through a lot of stuff and and you know, nobody's got a hold of me. I had just had back surgery recently. 
You know, and uh, I mean, it's just like where I've been, I've been under the juice for like, you know, coma stuff, you know? So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it is pretty heavy, man. But I mean, you know, I, I'm going to live forever, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm starting to believe it. I'm starting to believe it. Well, I, I really think you had yeah. to talk to me. He, he just say, he says he would talk to you. And I mean, you want to talk to him. I just think it really is. Someone's just got to pick up the phone or, you know, serendipity and bump into each other at this point, you know? I know everyone has the reasons why they're yeah. you know, not wanting to talk to each other or afraid to make the first move. But I think if either of you pick up the phone, the other one's going to have a talk and you're going to be. Well, I don't have a number for one. I don't have a number. I have no way of contacting him. He'd have to contact me. He knows how. He knows where I'm at. You know what I mean? I don't have any idea how I could get a hold of him. So I'm not going to do that to him. Well, you know, because you know, every, time, every time I hear something where he's talking about us talking, it's kind of like a standoffishness I tend. You know, yeah. I, I feel this like, Kind of like, I don't really want to go there. I don't have to. So, you know, that's cool. Well, you know, we'll put it out there right now. The, the, the olive branch is out there. Around. You know, the yeah. olive branch yeah. is out there for, for amends and a nice, friendly relationship moving forward. You know, you guys created some one of, the, one of the best bands in rock, and there's no reason why you guys can't be friends about it and, you know, and, cel- and celebrate it. Um, yeah, as, you know, as a fan, one of the things that's really great, it's funny about that is, I love the fact you still do Wasted Rock Ranger. I don't know why that was that was just the funnest song and it clicked <laughs> with everybody and it was just fun when you guys could you talk about when you wrote that song when you guys did that and like the because that was just a great b-side i remember it came out like what around yeah. once bitten twice shy as a b-side i think on the cassette i remember having it exactly it was the b-side of once bitten twice shy yeah okay yeah okay uh, yeah, good it was uh it was a song that was written by a band called porky and the answers and uh turned on to me by uh duff mckagan and slash <laughs> we were down there studio. We were down at Rumbo one night partying, and uh, they go, "Dude, you got to hear this song. It's the story of your life, man. It's totally you." So they go, "You got to play this one. You just, you just got to record it. This is so you." So we start listening to it, and I'm just dying laughing. I'm like, "You know what? This is so me." <laughs> I go, "We got to record it." So we recorded it, and we ended up putting it on, you know, on the. Uh, the Which is great. The, 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 the label let you guys do that, you know, because like back then nobody was doing that kind of stuff. There's very few B sides that were funny or silly, you know what I'm saying? So that was just totally right. out of left field to, be, to flip it over. You're like, you're here, you're like, what's this? Well, you know what? I'll say something about my past manager, Alan Niven. That guy could, you know, he could walk on water sometimes. He would pull stuff out of his hat, you know, like, yeah, it's amazing stuff he would get labels to do. He was very, a very influential person. You know, just his personality. He could, you know, convince you almost like in this uh um trying to think of the word Svengali like, type. Yeah. You know, or you know what I'm saying? It's just like some yeah. kind of weird heaviness. You know, it's like the Houdini of the head, man. And there's there's a name out there I'm trying to get at and I can't think of it right now, but um, I, I know you're saying I, I can't think of it either, but I, I know what you're saying I've heard a lot about him like that. He's he was also good about recognizing something that like you wouldn't think about, and, and yeah, presenting it, and then for some reason he did. Never had like a weird trust on him, and a lot of times it paid off, you know. And this is an yeah. example of of one of those things, you know. Yeah, I mean he it, wasn't perfect. He made some mistakes, but I mean he, we all make mistakes. You know, it's not easy starting. It's not easy running a rock band. I mean, I did it for years, you know what I mean? And uh, it's not easy, you know what I mean? Manager, no manager, it's still tough to deal with, you know what I mean? At some point, 
there's got to be a musician that's involved in the project, you know, and I was the one that was always in charge of that kind of stuff because it was just what I do. I mean, I always got to be boss of me, you know? And uh, so <laughs> it was a lot easier when Niven was around though, because I just kind of did what he said. But, you know, if, if I really didn't want to do it, then we'd have arguments about it, you know? Right. I remember I must have quit the band three or four times when he was managing us, you know, you know and I said, I quit, you know? And that's the uh, first time so, it didn't have as much power on that. Like when you came back the second or third time, they're like, he'll be back. It yep. was like in the, in the Beatles used to get back when the Beatles, when uh, George was going to quit, they're like, we used to get Clapton. <laughs> 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 George was back the next day. I mean, it was like funny, but you know, that, that's a, that's a great line in the movie, you know? Right. That is, that is funny. Especially with Layla, you know? Exactly. Well, that, yeah, the whole relationship. I still don't understand that. And I've seen both of them talk about it. I still don't understand the dynamic of that relationship. You know? Yeah, it was, uh, from what I understand, it was pretty bizarre. Oh, yeah. But they were both chill about it. Like, they're like, well, I wouldn't let it affect my friendship. I'm like, you guys are the only two people that that would be okay with right off the bat. That would take years of therapy for a lot of other people to be cool with again. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah well, you know, you, you just never know. Some things you just gotta, you just gotta let be, you know? Yeah. They, well, it helped. It was healthy for them. Um, you've done a couple other things with your Zeppelin and your cover songs. Are you a huge cover song fan, or is these just situations that have been presented to you? Because there's been a lot of things, like a lot of like I know labels like to do like where you said it's repackaging and this and that. As a fan, it's kind of hard to, to see what's coming out, what's new or not. Are you in control of a lot of those songs that are picked out, like songs you dug, or were they kind of like? You know, no, re, re, record labels, uh, they'll, they'll own the licensing or masters. Well, and they can kind of do whatever they want. They own they could, they own these songs. They could put them out in different orders and call it a different name. Same songs, same recordings. Are this you picking up songs? No? Bite the big one. No, right. the, the label has it. The, they have the songs, you know, and they control the songs. And uh, they go, oh, we're going to put out a best of another one. I mean, how many best subs can you have, you know, with the it's same song? Right. Well, fortunately, there is material there, but a lot of times they keep using the same stuff. You know, it's like the, the very best of the best of the best of the best of the best of Ray White. You know, it's like, Familiar Waters. Um, okay, yeah. The Breaking yeah, Rock Familiar Waters. Yeah. Oh, God. You know. But they had a lot of good cover songs, though. You, you did do a lot of good cover songs. And that's what I was asking you if you had any choice in those, like, you like love Remove yeah. machine. Oh, that absolutely. was a fun cover song. You doing that? That was another left turn. Like I didn't expect. I was like, that's fun. You know, tangled up in blue. That was fun. Yeah, that was a good one. That makes sense. It was a trower. There's a lot of stuff we did. It was it was fun. Just a lot of songs we like. We could just start playing them. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm getting ready to do another record um, that we're we're working on, but it's like completely different. It's like. Don't you forget about me. I'll be around dancing. You know it, baby. Really? Songs like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. It's going to be, it'll be different. It's that era of music and that, that you know, so it's the 80s still kind of slash 90s, yeah. but it's the different side of it. It's not the heavy, you know, the 80, 80s rock that we did. Yep. It was the other side of it. The, 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 I don't know. You know but there's a similarity, though. Don't you agree? I mean, I think with the 80s rock and pop, a, the, the vocals were different. Everybody sounded differently. And I'm not trying to say like an old man, but but also there was always a good melody. Yeah. Recognizable, whether it was pop or this. And I like a lot of pop bands and rock bands at the same time. You know, I listen to, you know, Rad or, you know, A Great White and then like Duran Duran or something and Power Station, you know. Sure. 
because the melodies and everything was just all good. And, you know, everything was just a, a, a guitar riff away from being a heavy rock song or a keyboard away from being a pop song. You know, right. it's a good, it was just a good song. Is what it comes down to. So, That's right. you know, I, I want to say, you know, before we wrap this up, there was something you said recently. I, I, I just caught this recently. I, I had never heard you say before. It's something I've been saying. So it's kind of funny. I was the same wavelength is when rock came along and then it hit the, it kind of hit the skids for a while with grunge, like everything. And then, you know, and with me, I've said there's still, I doubt there's going to be a grunge revival or a cruise or anything. And the time comes because it just wasn't, a lot of material. It was like a you know a singles album. You know, there's a couple of big bands. Don't get me wrong. You're you know those guys are fine, and good, but not like with this. And you'd mentioned the same thing I said is um, the fans also had work and jobs and kids. And you remember saying it's like you know, and as the kids got older, also financially, I miss me adding financially, they can go back to the shows again. So that there was a, a good upkeep. To the point where we're at now is at my age. I just went and saw a concert, you know, I just went and saw a rat with my, you know, Steve Piercy, you know, with my daughter, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to go see another show next week. And, you know, so like you're at a point now where you've gotten, you know, generations are going now. So it's right. going to be fantastic for you to look out and see an original fan and maybe their kid. And who knows, maybe even another grandkid on their shoulders. Like, you you, you know. Well, yeah, I've, I've had that happen a lot, you know, where I meet the grandkids and then they know the songs. You've got like, down the front row, you got like a festival. You'll see like the, the granddad, his son, and you got his son on his shoulders. And they're all singing the words to songs I wrote like, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. And I'm like, God, man, this is amazing. You know, and, and you, just, you just never know. And and the, the thing is, you know, um, whenever it's my time to take leave of this earth, you know what I mean? Um, if I decide to go. Um, you just said you're staying forever. Come on. It's, it's I probably am. But I'm, you know, hey, I might get tired of it one day. You know, I might find something, <laughs> something more exciting. But, <laughs> you know, uh, different places to write different kind of songs. But I mean, I think you know, I what you're saying. The imprint you've made, whether an artist is here, it's like your legacy. And I think, I think musicians have like three main tracks. Like, okay, like when you first start off, and I'm not saying there's a certain time span of, of like dates or anything. The first thing is like the, the, the starting off years. And then the second level is like the maintaining the years. And a lot of those bands, they crash, they do a behind the music type thing, all the garbage years. And when an artist can pull themselves together, whether they go back to the band or whether you've got your own version of the band and you do, you know, this great album that was in 2017, they come back again, they're back. And then for the rest of their career, they're at this level like the they say legacy but i don't mean legacy like like uh like a shot and not concert i mean like legacy like you're there forever those melodies right. you wrote are there and i don't know if enough people realize how many great melodies you've come up with in your career you know i hope within your lifetime they realize it you know I and mean, the albums may have been like less radio friendly there's so many melodies in those other albums that i don't you know i've just kind of been not noticed because they weren't like big hits yeah some you know, of the lesser songs, yeah, you know, the 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 B-sides kind of, you know, or the filler songs, you want to call them. I mean, some of those songs are the best songs there, you know. I think so. You've got some great songs. Out for a single doesn't necessarily mean, you know, that's the best song on the record. I mean, I was like, with One Spent Twice Shy, I was, holy hell, that became a hit? I, I had no idea. I didn't, I didn't think so. I was like, oh, there's no way. I go, I thought the record <laughs> company was just there putting something out. Just to see you, you know, get to get to roll and it'll come out with the real stuff later. Yeah, and that song just 
it was another Niven idea, you know, and it just it wouldn't go away. And to this day, I think day, the video helped too, though. You know, you had, oh, you, had huge. you had the pretty you had pretty girls, but it also had that, that. That, was, that was Bobby Brown's first uh, first video. That was, oh, was hers that? before. She, yeah, Jay Cherry Pie was next. That, that's right. She, he was in though, but but then it also had and that was a time frame where like nobody was backstage. There's no you know Patreons where you were in the studio. Like everything was so magical. You know, even on an album, you, you, on the road, you could see the band pictures of, of the Allman Brothers, but you didn't really know what went on in the mystery of a rock and roll band. So, like in the video like that, you feel like you're like in a recording session while it's really staged. But back then, it felt like it was like, this is kind of like watching them, you know, for practice or something. It kind of had a feeling to a lot of people like that, you know, which made it kind of fun and magical at the time. I mean, obviously, the magic, the curtain's back now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> don't look behind the curtain like the Wizard of Oz. But at the time, it was like, oh, that's really cool. It's not a big stage. They're sitting there with amps and stuff, and it's like, like they're kind of like girlfriends or you know, people in the audience yeah. hanging out. And it had a couldn't vibe. So in, in MTV, it helps the video. The video helps the song. You know, it was a good song, but I mean, it was just a perfect time for that. You know, Yeah, like, timing was you. everything, man. It was such a huge and, thing. Timing was uh, very, very – well, timing always is. I mean, yeah, you but know, then your voice, you, you had Rock Me and the Angel song. It was just, it was perfect. I mean, the melody of your voice in that time and and, and, and the world was totally open to ballads and stuff. It was just, you know, that was that was really, I think that's what sealed you was after that song and doing those songs, like the Angel song. And then people go back and realizing other people that rocked me and hearing these little the time changes in the songs, you know, where it's like slow and fast and heavy. And there wasn't a lot of that. Then there's a blues lick and your bluesy voice. And then it was like, you know, it was so much being offered in the band that was just different at the time. Um, but you you persevered and you know I'm glad that your health I was saying earlier before you know wrapped up. So what do you want to say as a fan? I'm glad you're healthy. You look great. You know thanks. You sound good. I mean, it's 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 fantastic to see you standing up and playing and, and just awesome. Are you gonna be touring at all this year? Yeah we're uh, we we start the shows we start playing um actually next weekend. Um we're doing a couple of shows and, and um we got two nights at uh cactus jacks and uh cactus cactus pete's at um I'm trying to think what city it's in i'm sorry that's okay is it on your facebook page i oh, went to your jackpot, website jackpot nevada jackpot nevada yeah we'll be there for uh the second and third or the third and fourth one or the other get there early don't miss it. <laughs> people check. People check out. If I was closer to you, I would. I think. Um, yeah, it's not on the website. These dates are on the website. That's why I was asking. Um, so probably in your Facebook page. I'm sure there's more information there that's up to date as far as shows coming up. Um, so this is great. So really, a couple months, maybe a summer, fall, we'll see a book. Maybe around the same time. You know what? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm we are pushing on on this thing so hard. We want to get it out as quickly as possible. I want to have it out by summer, you know, I, 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 um, whether that's yeah. going to happen. I just want it to be done and done well. I mean, that's why it's taken so long. We've been working on this for almost three years. All right. You, know? you, you only do it once. You only but, do one life story. That's it. Unless you're a cat, right? One life, yeah. one life story. Do it right. <laughs> any, any last things That'd you want to share that I may, I may have missed? Uh, uh, let me think here. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to 
pretty much hit everything I want to speak of. Um, really, I mean, we'll be at the Gold Nugget in Vegas on the 16th of, of February. Mm-hmm. March, we're doing some shows, uh, one of them with uh, Leah Ford, Warrant, Firehouse, and George Lynch. That's nice. one of his last shows. I guess he's uh, hanging it up. Yeah, this is his last year. Yeah. Yeah. And we're doing some shows at Doc in April, the Bull Boys, and you know, whatever. You know, we're, we'll be around. we got a lot of stuff that's coming down the pike. I mean, right. I just keep getting offers come in and go, yep, 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 nope, yep, 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 nope. So, you know, it's going to be a busy year, I'm sure. I'll, I'll be looking for you coming to my area. Hopefully, I'll you'll be near me and I'll check you out. It'd be awesome. That'd be great. That would be awesome, Sean. Take that. Thank you. I really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Nice talking to you, bud. All right. God bless. Thank you.